The following program has been paid for by the Apostolic Faith Church. From the heart of the Pacific, in Honolulu, Hawaii. Apostolic Faith Church presents the Kingdom of God Crusade. Join us now for another hour of worship with Pastor Han, the church choir, and the band. We hope and pray that you'll find this next hour of blessing. Good morning and praise the Lord, everyone. I'm here, Pastor Billy Hahn Jr., and I would like to thank you for joining us today. We welcome you to the Kingdom of God Crusade telecast, being brought to you every Sunday morning, not only here in Hawaii from 8 to 9 a.m., but also in parts of California, from 6 to 7 a.m. on station XD TV, Channel 13, San Diego, from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KPSC, Channel 13, in Palm Springs, from 7 to 8 a.m. on station KBTV, Channel 8, and Comcast Channel 230 in Sacramento, including Chico and Fresno from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KVVU-TV, channel 28 in Eureka, from 7 to 8 a.m. on station KVME, channel 20 in Los Angeles, San Bernardino, from 8 to 9 a.m. on station KOTR-TV, channel 11 in Monterey, from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KECY, channel 9 in El Centro, California, and Yuma, Arizona, from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KLSR, channel 34 in Eugene, Oregon, from 5 to 6 a.m. on station KZJO, channel 22 in Seattle, Washington. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KUCW, channel 30 of Ogden, Salt Lake City, Utah, parts of Nevada and Wyoming. And from 7 to 8 a.m. on Time Warner Cable Channel 503 in New York City. If you'd like more information on our church and view our Kingdom of God Crusade telecast in its entirety, be sure to visit our website at JesusComingSoon.org. The Apostolic Faith Church is located at 1043 Middle Street, the headquarters of the gospel of the kingdom of God for the whole world with the sign of the roof of the temple, Jesus coming soon. A landmark in Cleve for over 95 years, and our prayer tall, the first of its kind in Hawaii, used exclusively for prayer. The church was founded by the late Charles and Ada B. Lockbaum on August 4, 1923, and passed on to our late chief pastor, William M. Hansen, in 1959, who continued the gospel work to its fullness. We hope and pray that this telecast will draw you closer to our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, and be a real blessing to you, our television audience, saints wherever you are, and the shut-ins, that is, those of you in the hospitals and conference and homes. And should you need prayer or someone to pray over you, please don't hesitate to call the phone number designated at the conclusion of the telecast. Today, we are celebrating Mother's Day and the 25th anniversary of the President Rojas Branch Church. We can surely praise and thank the Lord for our loving and praying mothers who faithfully serve our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. We also thank the Lord for Pastor Vesper and Mrs. Maribel Esperva, 
who have stood for the name of Jesus, holding down the fort and overseeing the Gosberg in President Rojas, Mindanao, Philippines area since being raised up to be the branch church pastor and help me. May the good Lord bless them both for their diligent service and labor of love for the Lord and saints of God. For the first number in honor of our mothers, the church choir will sing the song titled, Rise Up and Call Her Blessed. They are led by choir director Emilia Hahn and accompanied by Edith Monsutka on the piano and Iris Locke on the organ. Please join in and sing along with our choir by following the words on your screen.
Up next, a church band led by yours truly will play a number entitled, May the Good Lord Bless and Keep You.
Our solace today is Emilia Hahn. She will sing the song, A Mother's Prayer. What a blessing it is to have a praying mother who commits our lives into the Lord's hands and that we too may know of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, who died on the cross for our sins and the salvation of our souls. Emilia is accompanied by Christy Hahn on the piano, Associate Pastor Marvin Bing on the bass, and Trusty Associate Pastor Evans Broke Sr. and Mason Asano Sr. on the guitars. She finds your light and holds it in her heart as darkness falls each night. For the second selection, the church choir will sing Mother's Day Tango. Mother's Day Tango. 
Our instrumental number will be played by members of the church orchestra who bring forth a rendition of I Love to Walk with Jesus. They're led by a trusty associate pastor of Innsbruck Sr., accompanied by George Julian on the piano, Iris Lock on the drums, Tracy Asano on the flute, Hannah Asano, Makana Asano Jr. on the cello, and Puva Asano on the violin.
And now we have our Saints in Harmony group to sing gentle words. This song is dedicated to Mrs. Evangeline Hahn, who has faithfully and diligently served the Lord alongside our late Chief Pastor Lim Hahn Sr. as his church helped meet until his passing. With the Lord's help and guidance, she raised five children, including yours truly. Sister Hahn, as she is known to the saints, continues to put her shoulders to the gospel wheel as a trustee of the church, working in the church office, and especially through her unceasing prayers as a prayer warrior, to name a few. She set the example for all the helpmeets that followed in her love for the Lord, the gospel of the saints of God. We can truly rise up and call her blessed. Mom, the Lord strengthen you daily and bless you more and more abundantly for all that you have done and continue to do. Have a happy and blessed Mother's Day. Gentle words upon my ear, softly calling. Sweeter words I've never heard before. Gentle words that calm my soul, lightly falling. Come on to me, Jesus. 
Hi, and praise the Lord, everyone. I'm Associate Pastor Melvin Honda, and I'd like to repeat our television time stations and locations in the continental United States for our viewing audience, especially if any of you plan on residing in California, that these telecasts can now be viewed every Sunday morning from 6 to 7 a.m. on station XDTV channel 13 in San Diego, from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KPSC channel 13 in Palm Springs, from 7 to 8 a.m. on station KBTV channel 8 and Comcast channel 238 in Sacramento, including Chico and Fresno. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KBVU TV channel 28 in Eureka. From 7 to 8 a.m. on station KVME channel 20 in Los Angeles, San Bernardino. From 8 to 9 a.m. on station KOTR TV channel 11 in Monterey. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KECY channel 9 in Central California and Yuma, Arizona. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KLSR channel 34 in Eugene, Oregon. From 5 to 6 a.m. on station KZJO channel 22 in Seattle, Washington. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KUCW channel 30 of Ogden, Salt Lake City, Utah, and parts of Nevada and Wyoming. And from 7 to 8 a.m. on Time Warner Cable channel 503 in New York City. If you'd like to know more about gospel work and view our Kingdom of God crusade telecast in its entirety, please visit our website on JesusComingSoon.org. And now concerning a schedule of gospel services here in our home state of Hawaii, services are held at the temple every Tuesday and Friday at 7 p.m. On Sunday, gospel services start at 10 a.m. and divine healing services at 7 p.m. Sunday school for all ages begin at 9 a.m. and prayer services are held daily in the prayer tower at 2 p.m. except on Fridays at 10 a.m. At our Kamaki Branch Church, located at 1361 Palolo Avenue, gospel services are held at Sundays and Wednesdays at 7 p.m. The same schedule is observed by neighbor island branch churches. The services are also conducted by Pastor Reginald V. Castanera Sr. in Kanakakai, Molokai, by Pastor Kenneth M. Alverio in Lahaina, Maui, by Pastor Walter I. Tinloy in Hilo, Hawaii, by Pastor Leonard K. Y. Asano Sr. in Koloa, Kauai, by Pastor Cannibal Espera in Balogo, Pikawayan, and by Pastor Vesper Espera in President Rojas, Cotabato, Mindanao, Philippines. You are welcome to attend these services regardless of church affiliations. There are no collections, however, if you desire to voluntarily contribute to support these telecasts and the Lord's work, you may do so by sending your donations to the address designated at the conclusion of the telecast. And now, I return our program back to Head Pastor Billy Hahn Jr., who will bring forth his Spirit-directed and Spirit-inspired sermon. Pastor Billy? Thank you, Melvin. My sermon titled, Honoring Mothers Everywhere, was prepared especially for you in hopes that it will motivate you to become partakers in Christ Jesus. The Lord's path is always a straight and narrow, and for many it can appear to be a difficult and constant uphill climb. But take it on good authority that an easy downhill path will lead you directly into condemnation. It certainly would be an irreversible and distressful fate for anyone to hear the Lord say at judgment, I know you not. Don't enter into my rest. 
Therefore, may today's sermon encourage you to take matters into your own hands, if you haven't already done so, and work on your salvation. Immediately, we read, Now there stood by the cross of Jesus his mother and his mother's sister, Mary, the wife of Cleopas, and Mary Magdalene. When Jesus therefore saw his mother and the disciple standing by whom he loved, he said unto his mother, Woman, behold thy son. Then said he to the disciple, Behold thy mother. And from that hour the disciple took her unto his own home. The love, caring, and compassion that Jesus displayed for his mother, Mary, is truly important for us to take note as we address our earthly mothers, grandmothers, mothers-to-be, and all those who show us the real Christian traits of Bible-believing mother, who teaches us about our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. We affectionately honor mothers everywhere by saying Happy Mother's Day on this, your special day. Husbands should take note of their wives and children should take note of their mothers to render them blessing and respect they most truly deserve for all that they have done both spiritually and physically. It was a job that only a mom could do, and often she does it in a very special way, most times sacrificing for the family, even before thinking of herself in many things. Therefore, mom, our friend, we say thank you, and we love you for all your kind deeds and your love gifts that we have enjoyed over the years from our childhood and into adulthood and elderhood. We find a wonderful example in Proverbs 31, 1 to 3, relating to the mother of King Lemuel. The words of King Lemuel, the prophecy that his mother taught him, what my son, and what the son of my womb, and what the son of my vows, give not thy strength unto women, nor thy ways to that which destroyeth kings. This motherly advice still holds true today and can be applied by all children to life's lessons of what to do and what not to do. It is most gratifying to see a well-disciplined person who in many cases has been groomed and taught from the Bible the finer things of living and loving others, to be able to successfully attain good citizenship within this life. Our 16th President of the United States, Abraham Lincoln, expressed his thought for your mother by saying, no man is poor who has had a godly mother. Isn't that a sound saying from a man who has known life and the things that it puts before us all? An anonymous person has coined this phrase about mother, of all the earthly thing God gives, there's one above all others. It is the precious, priceless gift of loving Christian mothers. The term mother, as defined, is a female who has born offspring, a female parent, a female who adopts a child who has otherwise hold a maternal relationship towards another, and holding a maternal relationship, such as a mother church, with other branch churches under it. That is speaking from a spiritual perspective. Anna Jarvis of Grafton, West in Virginia and Philadelphia began a campaign for nationwide observance of Mother's Day. She chose the second Sunday of May. President Woodrow Wilson signed a joint resolution of Congress recommending observance on May 9, 1914, and it was so starting the following year. We make special recognition to all our Christian mothers today who have given up all to follow our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. You are the real mothers who exemplify the term mother because you serve with diligence and unwavering faithfulness. This kind of love for Jesus and his work is indicative of the love exhibited by Jesus for his own mother, Mary. We read more about Mary, the mother of Jesus, in Luke 1, 26 to 38. And in the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent from God unto a city of Galilee named Nazareth, 
to a virgin espoused a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David, and the virgin's name was Mary. And the angel came in unto her and said, Hail, thou that art highly favored, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. And when she saw him, she was troubled at his saying, and cast in her mind what manner of salutation this should be. And the angel said unto her, Fear not, Mary, for thou hast found favor with God. And behold, thou shalt conceive in thy womb, and bring forth a son, and shall call his name Jesus. He shall be great, he shall be called the Son of the Highest, and the Lord God shall give unto him the throne of his father David. And he shall reign over the house of Jacob forever. And of his kingdom there shall be no end. Then said Mary unto the angel, How shall this be, seeing I know not a man? And the angel answered and said unto her, The Holy Ghost shall come upon thee, and the power of the highest shall overshadow thee. Therefore also that holy thing which shall be born of thee shall be called the Son of God. And behold, thy cousin Elizabeth, she hath also conceived a son in her old age, and this is the sixth month with her, who was called barren. For with God nothing shall be impossible. And Mary said, Behold the handmaid of the Lord, be it unto me according to thy word. And the angel departed from her. In true recognition of her calling, Mary's answer to the message from God sent through the mouth of the angel Gabriel was, Behold the handmaid of the Lord, be it unto me according to thy word. She displayed total obedience to the Lord's calling in her life and rendered herself unto God's will and ways to become a vessel for fulfilling the birth of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. On the other hand, God always speaks to us concerning our calling in life and the things that he has set before us. This is confirmed as we read the account of Joseph, the earthly paternal guardian of Jesus, as God also spoke to him concerning this very same miracle and immaculate conception that Joseph would be a part of in Matthew 1, 18-25. Now the birth of Jesus Christ was on this wise, when as his mother Mary was espoused to Joseph before they came together, she was found with child of the Holy Ghost. Then Joseph, her husband, being a just man, and not willing to make her a public example, was minded to put her away privately. But while he thought on these things, behold, the angel of the Lord appeared unto him in a dream, saying, Joseph, the son of David, fear not to take unto thee Mary thy wife, for that which is conceived in her is of the Holy Ghost, and she shall bring forth a son, and thou shalt call his name Jesus, for he shall save his people from their sins. Now all of this was done that it might be fulfilled which was spoken of the Lord by the prophet, saying, Behold, a virgin shall be with child, and shall bring forth a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which being interpreted is God with us. Then Joseph, being raised from sleep, did as the angel of the Lord had bidden him, and took unto him his wife, and knew her not till she had brought forth her firstborn son, and he called his name Jesus. The same obedience shown by Mary was also displayed by her, Joseph, her husband, and thus the Lord worked mighty wonders in the lives of men and women during that time, and even on today and the years to come. Because the book of Hebrews 13:8 reads, Jesus Christ the same yesterday and today and forever. This astounding example of the birth of Jesus and his obedience of his parents, Mary and Joseph, clearly speak to us to let the Lord Jesus have his way in our lives in whatever situation we are confronted with 
so that we may be able to realize the real purpose and calling that Jesus has determined for our earthly lives. It is a very difficult thing today for many to fathom, letting the Lord Jesus speak to them and then knowing what it is that it is Jesus who is speaking and having the courage to follow the spiritual guidance to fulfill his word in our lives. However, reading Luke 137, the words of Mary, the future mother of Jesus, for with God nothing shall be impossible. These words will ring true today for each and every one who is willing to believe. What should you believe? You might ask. As we pursue the biblical words of the gospel of the kingdom of God, we read in Mark 1, 14-15. Now after that John was put in prison, Jesus came to Galilee, preaching the gospel of the kingdom of God, and saying the time is fulfilled, and the kingdom of God is at hand. Repent ye and believe the gospel. Very plainly, this scripture is telling us two things. One, that everyone must repent, or in other words, acknowledge and confess the fact that we are all born sinners and therefore accept the fact that repentance is our godly sorrow for sin or being born a sinner. And two, believing the gospel, which in a nutshell is that good news that Jesus saves, Jesus heals, Jesus baptizes with the Holy Ghost and with fire, and Jesus is coming soon. This fourfold gospel encompasses all of the sacrificial things that Jesus died for on the cross of Calvary. He shed his blood for our sins, and it is through his name, that is Jesus, that we will be saved. Speaking more expressly of the gospel, the kingdom of God, we read on further in John 3, 5, the very positive instructions given by Jesus to all mankind. Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born of water, and of the Spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. To be born of water is to be baptized by immersion in the name of Jesus Christ. Just as Jesus was baptized in the river Jordan by John the Baptist, a very real example and definite action that all persons must follow. And to be born of the Spirit is expressly speaking in an unknown tongue or language, which is specifically addressed as being filled with the Holy Spirit of God. The book of Matthew 3, 13 to 17 expounds it this way. Then comes Jesus from Galilee to Jordan to John to be baptized of him. But John forbid him, saying, I have need to be baptized of thee, and comes thou to me. And Jesus answering and said unto him, Suffer it be so now, for thus becometh us to fulfill all righteousness, that he suffered him. And Jesus, when he was baptized, went up straightway out of the water, and lo, the heavens were opened unto him, and he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and lighting upon him. And a low, a voice from heaven saying, This is my beloved Son, in whom I am well pleased. Yes, saints, friends, as we do, likewise, by coming to the Apostolic Faith Church and being baptized, we fulfill God's holy word and valid instruction in our lives, eradicating the inherited sin from Adam and Eve, our four parents, who sinned in the Garden of Eden in the beginning. It is truly wonderful to feel the Spirit of God as it touches our lives and makes His presence felt in all that we do each and every day. We need to know and feel that reassurance of the Lord Jesus Christ in our lives as he will confirm our actions by saying, Well done, my beloved daughter or son, in whom I am well pleased. We learn further as we read in Acts 3 to find out the right method of baptism. Then Peter said unto them, That is those who had crucified and rejected the Lord Jesus. Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins, and he shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. And in the third ninth verse, it reads, For the promise is unto you and to your children and to all that are far off, even as many as the Lord our God shall call. The how in this matter is to be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ, not in the Father, Son, and Holy Ghost, which are titles rather than names. 
And the why relates to the purpose for receiving the remission of sins and the gift of the Holy Ghost or Holy Spirit. Isn't our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ a wonderful God? In the 39th verse, he has extended his promise not only to those, to us, but unto our children, to the many more that will come after us. It would be very difficult to find an insurance policy today with that kind of coverage. Wouldn't you say so? His plans and procedures for our lives are the best to be found anywhere. You can bank on it. You can sleep on it. You can invest your life savings in God's plan for mankind, and it will be there when you need it your most. It is your guaranteed ticket to heaven on God's mode of transportation, which is referred to as the Holy Spirit and the power of God, which will take us all to heaven. The third heaven above the clouds and the stars of the planet is called God's abode. It is important to seal our passage to heaven and secure the bond we will have with our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Acts 4, 12 explains to us this way. Neither is there salvation in any other, for there is none other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. There you have it, plain and simple and direct from God's Word, the Bible. You can reread it for yourself and let it speak unto you concerning its pure message. To clarify this action, read on in Acts 2, 41. And they that were glad to receive this word were baptized. The same day they were added unto them about 3,000 souls. The Lord Jesus had spoken unto us many times that he will send into this church another day of Pentecost. And with it, the 3,000 souls will be baptized in one day. We're definitely preparing ourselves for that event because we know God's promise is true. For there's one thing that God cannot do, and that is lie to his people in creation. Therefore, it is incumbent upon us to be ready and prepared, just as the sign of the church, about the church, Jesus coming soon. Many travel each and every day past the church and view the sign message. As they drive by, it is a wonder to me if they feel impacted to say to themselves, am I ready to meet Jesus when he comes? Maybe they don't think that Jesus is coming yet, or maybe they are not bothered by the fact that he is coming very, very soon, just as the sign states. Be forewarned, my friends, that today is the day of salvation or time to get ready. Prepare to meet Jesus and ensure and secure your passage to heaven. Tomorrow is too late, for Jesus will come as a thief in the night, and his coming will be in the twinkling of an eye. Probably one second or less, Jesus will call his bride to come up, come up hither, come up hither, come up hither. It will be a wonderful day for those who are ready to meet him, and not a so wonderful day for those who are not ready. However, the love of Jesus is much similar to a mother's love for her husband, children, family, and friends. Love can be defined as a profoundly tender, passionate affection and a feeling of warm personal attachment. Therefore, mother and love combined together is a very power-filled resource. It might be said this way, Jesus, our Lord, is always the first love unto a mother. Her husband is the second love. Her children and family are her third love, and others are her fourth love. The Bible tells them behind Moses was his mother, Jacobin. Behind Samuel was his mother, Hannah. Behind Jesus was his mother, Mary. Behind John the Baptist was his mother, Elizabeth. And behind Timothy was his mother, loving niece. Fathers and mothers are to support infrastructure for their children, and it is God's plan that they provide for their offspring, both spiritually and physically and in all things. The New Testament book of Ephesians chapter 6, 1 to 3, provides us with excellent guidance in the duty of children towards their parents. Children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. Honor thy father and mother, which is the first commandment, with promise, that it may be well with thee, and thou mayest live long on the earth. What a wonderful sight to behold when children take care of their parents and show respect with many acts of love and gratitude for all that mother and dad have done for them. 
It is but a small return to be good and happy towards our parents, for in doing so we will prolong our existence upon this earth. For it is God's given commandment, we share with you at this time a very appropriate point entitled Measure of Mom's Love for our learning and reverence from an unknown author. It reads as follows, Someday when my children are old enough to understand the logic that motivates a mother, I will tell them I loved you enough to ask where you were going, with whom, and what time you would be home. I loved you enough to insist that you save your money and buy a bike for yourself, even though we could afford to buy one for you. I loved you enough to be silent and let you discover that your new best friend was as quoted in the article, a creep. I loved you enough to make you take a Milky Way back to the drugstore with a bite out of it and tell the clerk, I stole this yesterday and want to pay for it. I loved you enough to stand over you for two hours while you cleaned your room, a job that would have taken me 15 minutes. I loved you enough to let you see anger, disappointment, and tears in my eyes. After all, children must learn that their parents aren't perfect. I loved you enough to let you assume the responsibility for your actions, even when the penalties were so harsh they almost broke my heart. But most of all, I loved you enough to say no when I knew you would hate me for it. Those weren't the most difficult battles of all. I'm glad I won them, because in the end, you want something too. A mother's love is second only to the love of God and his concern for his creation. The term mother has been described in musical rendition appropriately as follows. M is for the million things she gave me. O means that only that she's growing old. T is for the tears she shed to save me. H is for the, her heart of pierced gold. E is for her eyes with love light shining. R means right and right shall always be. Put them all together, they spell mother, a word that means the world to me. The Bible scripture relates to God's fine creation of a woman and mother in Proverbs 31, 10 to 12, 28 to 30. Who can find a virtuous woman for her price is far above rubies? The heart of her husband doth safely trust in her so that he shall have no need of spoil. She will do him good and not evil all the days of her life. Her children rise up and call her blessed, her husband also, and he praises her. Many daughters have done virtuously, but thou excellest them all. Favor is deceiving, beauty is vain. But a woman that feareth the Lord, she shall be praised. Adam acknowledged his wife by giving her the name Eve. We read in Genesis 3.20, And Adam called his wife's name Eve because she was the mother of all living. This name means life-giving or mother, calling her his wife and mother even before their children were born as a beautiful example of faith. Abraham Lincoln said, All that I am and all that I hope to be, I owe to my angel mother. Historically, testimonies and praises that have been said to many great men in the history of the world have pointed up the significant teachings and influences received from their mothers. Often unknown and unrecognized are the mothers who molded the characters of these men who sought God's help in decisions that contributed toward shaping the destiny of mother's world. Mother is the most successful teacher. Everything a child learns in his or her formative years can usually be accredited to his mother, parental mother. And described in the Bible with the many examples of the spiritual mothers who have stood behind their children. Mother answers all questions. Mother teaches a child the basic principles which really count in life, such as the value of prayer, faithful trust in God, honesty, and personal morality. Mother's position in the family is the most advantageous to introduce a child to Jesus, who become his savior, lord, and master, best friend, wisest counselor, great protector, and total provider. Mother effectively builds a solid and strong foundation of things never to be forgotten throughout one's lifetime. On this Mother's Day, we remember a great number of things and verbalize about our mothers and the many wonderful mothers in the church who stand as faithful examples of spirit-filled, Bible-believing saints of the Lord Jesus Christ. It is for these examples that we send special praise and thanks to the Lord Jesus for giving us the best of His creations, our dearly beloved mothers. Mothers everywhere, and especially mothers in the Lord, 
Just as Jesus honored his mother Mary, so do we also honor you, mother, not only today, but every day of the year. Happy Mother's Day and enjoy your special day to its fullness. If you'd like to know more about God's Word, the church, and review the telecast presentation in its entirety, please visit our website at JesusComingToon.org. Until our next telecast, this is your host, Head Pastor Billy Hanji, and expressing my sincerest appreciation to each of you who have allowed us to come into your homes. May the good Lord bless and keep you all in the hollow of His hands. To conclude our telecast, the church band will play the song entitled, Honey in the Rock.
program was paid for by the Apostolic Faith Church.